Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Breakthroughs with Brie. But this one is a mini-sode. I'm trying out something new. I'm trying out these little mini-episodes where I'll drop in on Thursdays um, to see how they go. We're testing out. We're playing with things, you know. Um, today, I really wanted to come on and just talk a little bit about how self-worth manifests in relationships specifically. And some examples of what that looks like. I'm connected to my guides right now, channel through a little bit of information of what they want you to know about how that's impacting your relationships and how that can shift. Um, and I wanted to do so in this sort of like mini episode format. So I think we should get into it. All right, so let's talk about relationships. I will say I was just guided to pick up my tarot deck, so I might even pull some cards in this mini episode, which would be so fun. I am going to start offering like tarot reading services soon. If not by the end of this year, by the end of 2023, then definitely at the start of next year. So that's fine. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and just another reminder, I have my group coaching program, Valuable and Abundant, open for enrollment now. I'm giving you all the things you need to know about deeply shifting your self-worth so that you feel worthy and deserving of all of the things that you not only need, but desire which will completely change the game of how you interact with your life and your ability to make choices to support those things as well as to actually start receive the things that you want. We're talking money. We're talking career opportunities. We're talking relationships. We're talking health. Literally all areas of life impacted by your own level of self-worth. Your ability to go straight to the core and to start shifting those stories. We're doing all that kind of crazy, wonderful work in this program. So I highly encourage you to take a look. Healingwithbree.net. You'll be able to find all the information about the program there. So go ahead and check that out. Okay, for relationships. The kind of situation that I am imagining is this. And guides, please come in and guide. I give you permission to drop in whatever you'd like for the highest and best good of whoever's listening. Okay, so one of the things that I'm imagining is what feels like our struggle to be able to connect with the type of people that we really want to. I'll start with romantic relationships, even though like I alluded to at the beginning, I feel like this has to do with all types of relationships, platonic as well as romantic. I feel like a lot of people think about the, the type of person that they'd really like, and then they get into the dating world and they, you know, maybe start to meet people that maybe have a little bit of potential for that. There's attraction. But as time goes on, more interactions are had. It's just revealed there's like a lot of signs that this isn't the person. Um, and that can be really discouraging for people. That can be very mm, frustrating. Um, and for some people that feel like they're not meeting anybody at all, it can create the same result, right? That kind of question of like, am I even going to get this thing that I want, which is this relationship? Do I even deserve this thing that I want, which is this relationship? Like, why is this so hard to get the thing that I want? Does it inherently mean that something is wrong or bad with me? That's like the core of it, right? And that is the self-worth part of it, is that am I inherently good enough or deserving of this thing that I want, in this case being the relationship. Here is what the guides are showing me. There's a couple elements of this that they really are trying to show people so that you can feel, 
as wonderful as you want to feel and you can really like attract and materialize the things that you want, relationships included. Um, the first thing is that due to a lot of like generational, I don't want to say trauma, but kind of like generational interactions, like handed down from generation to generation, um, there's a lot of room for growth in emotional and spiritual maturity. Um, the way that that's manifesting right now is people really truly not understanding that any way that they want to feel, they create the feelings for themselves. It is not an external thing that is going to make them feel the way that they want to feel. And this is big for more than just relationships, but we'll just talk about it in the, the context of that. If you want to feel, if you want to feel seen and appreciated, it's not somebody external from you that's going to make you feel that way. That is an inside job. If you want to feel safe, this is a big one. If you want to feel safe and secure, like there's not this imminent threat, like things aren't inherently going to like immediately going to like fall apart, like in the next move that you make. If you want to feel safe, that is an inside job. That is something that you have the ability to create that sensation and that experience within your own body and mind. It is not an external situation that's going to make you feel safe. Can it help? Sure. Are there like certain situations where we get kind of like a a faux, like a like a counterfeit version of it externally? Sure. And that's what we keep chasing. But like that deep, satiated, content, I feel fully this way, like that kind of feeling is an inside job for any experience we want to have, period. And that takes emotional and spiritual maturity to understand. Um, and that's not something that I'm getting the sense that like the guides or angels are judging us for not having or not knowing, but rather they're offering to us like this, this is something that you need to understand if you want to truly have the experience that you want and then attract all of the things that are in resonance with that, right? So if again, we come back to this relationship thing. Um, there's probably an inner child in us who desperately wants to be seen and accepted. There's probably an inner child in us who doesn't want to have to be some like edited version of ourselves in order to be praised or loved or appreciated or God forbid have just basic needs like food and safety met, right? Like there's a child in us that is desperate for that. And I say child because that was a part of our development and a part of our understanding of how we work in the world, right? So that that impression that was made on us while we were developing was that we're desperate for that because we did not get that at the time in our life when we really needed that from something external than us. Um, it, it messed with our maturity to understand as we got older that we now give that to ourselves, right? And we're superimposing that experience onto other people. Really what this is, is this is a desire to be seen and to be loved for who you are, the entirety of who you are. What I would bet is happening is that you are afraid that there are parts of you that are inherently unlovable because that's the only way that what happened with your caregivers could make sense. Like why, like as a child, like how in the world would it make sense that they didn't see and love you and meet your needs? How in the world could that have made sense to a child? If it wasn't, okay, there must be something wrong with me. Like a child would never say, oh, well, you had trauma in this. And so this is like, they don't have the like cognitive 
development to start to understand the complexity and nuances of those things. So the only way to make it make sense is that there must be something wrong with me. You carry this story with you. And so there are parts of you that you have created a lot of shame and loathing and insecurity about. That is you not seeing and accepting yourself. That is generating, fueling this cycle of not feeling seen and loved and appreciated. Your ability, the skills, the emotional maturity and skills that you have to be able to look at all of the parts of yourself and understand that you are inherently lovable and accepted, worthy of being seen and appreciated for all of those parts of yourselves, even the ones that you labeled bad as a way to make that story make sense that somehow it was your fault that you weren't loved and accepted the way that you wanted to be, right? Your ability to come back to those parts of yourself and realize that there was nothing wrong with them, that they do not mean anything about your ability to be loved. They don't justify anybody treating you like crap or not accepting and loving you or treating you with disrespect, that they don't they don't justify that at all. For you to rewrite that story and to bring those parts of yourself into the fold and to fully see them and nourish them and accept them and love them and have compassion for them and forgive them, like that is your secret sauce to having that sense of being fully content with your own self, to feeling totally seen and loved. That's how you create the feeling from the inside out. Now, you might say, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, love yourself, but I still really want a relationship. Is a relationship going to happen? What I would say to you is that when you think about why this relationship feels so critically important, why this is like like this almost like um, desperate, like addiction kind of like need, right? Because when you get honest with yourself, there's probably there's probably parts of you that would recognize that that's the case. The reason why that feels so critical is because it's kind of making the relationship like life or death in the metaphorical term and like the emotional or spiritual aspect, right? Because it's a core need that we be seen and loved, accepted for who we are. That is a core need just as much as getting food and safety and shelter and water, okay? If we don't get that, we feel like we're not going to survive. It's the story that we have that we cannot give that to ourselves and it has to be given to us from somebody else that makes the relationship and being in a relationship literally feel like the stakes are life and death. And that's keeping you engaged in these patterns that are ultimately not helping you and not serving you and deterring relationships because you're not at an energetic match for like actual, healthy, mature, mutual relationships. Because you are not seeing and loving yourself. So why would anybody else do that? You're not you're not matching that frequency, right? I'm explaining that all to say that this isn't really about you being in a relationship. It kind of is, but like the desperate feeling, the attachment, the obsession with it, that part is about the core belief around your own deservingness, your own ability to be loved, seen, and accepted, and the fact that you believe on like a fundamental level, that the only way to get that is through somebody else. Really what the need is, is to be seen, loved, and accepted. That's, That's what you really want. It's just you can't even see that through the trees. Like you can't see the forest through the trees. Do you know what I mean? 
when you, I would challenge again, when you start to like really question what this is really about and internally reflect, it's really about being able to be seen, loved and accepted for the entirety of who you are. That's what you really want. So me telling you how, like very generally, and that you are the one that can give that to yourself really is what's going to satisfy this need. That's what's going to scratch that itch, that like that empty sort of like anxious feeling in your chest that you need to be fulfilled by any type of relationship. And we're just using romantic relationships as an example, right? Like imagine that that just completely went away, that instead you felt so good all the time. You felt so good about yourself, like literally all the time, (laughs) right? Like imagine if that's the kind of experience that you could have just by doing that work with yourself. Wow, doesn't that sound freaking incredible, right? And then the question of being in a relationship becomes a totally different question and totally different story once you arrive to that place. It's hard for like, it's hard to explain exactly what that's going to be like because like you like you're not vibrationally there. Like you you haven't like incorporated the the parts and you haven't like got to the place where like you're actually experiencing that new way of thinking and being. Because when you get to that new destination, what it looks like for how you want to move forward will feel completely different. How you will feel about wanting to get a relationship. Will you still want a relationship? Probably. But your experience of like how vitally important it feels and therefore you're kind of like desperate, needy energy for it. And I don't mean desperate as like an insult. I mean like the best way, like word to describe like that attaching energy to it, right? Like that's going to be totally different. And that's not going to be a thing. And it's the desperation for it that's making you make choices that is deterring you and prolonging you from even getting it in the first place. It's you being so afraid that you won't have it that's making you put up with these losers. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're not losers. I don't think that they're losers. But it's making you make choices to stay around with and put up with people who are clearly showing you that they are not capable in this moment of being in the type of relationship with you that actually would be in alignment with you, that is mutual, that's respectful, that's considerate, that's that shows emotional maturity, that's truly supportive and makes space for you, right? Like whatever that looks like for you, for the kind of relationship that you want. And again, this can be friendship. This can be familiar relationships, which really are a different form of friendship right? Romantic relationship. They're clearly showing you that they are either not capable or interested in being in that kind of relationship. You choosing to continue to pour your energy and time into them when they've clearly shown you that that's not it. The only reason you're even doing that in the first place is because of these fears and these attachments and this desperation for it in the first place. So maybe releasing this idea that you have to be desperate for it in order to get it would actually help you get it, <laughs> right? Just just putting that out there. So again, like my point in all of this is like your own beliefs about if you're worthy of the relationship, if you're worthy of being seen and loved and appreciated and supported. Like your own beliefs of if that's something that like you actually deserve just for being yourself is like the core that all of these other things are built up on top of. 
if you want to learn how to shift those beliefs to be a story that feels more true and supportive of you, if you want to learn some of those skills of how to like start to meet your own needs so that you're in a totally different energy that allows you to actually make choices that supports you getting what you really want, which is a relationship that's actually a divine life partnership or whatever the kind of relationship is that, that you want and that you can actually energetically start attracting it, I invite you to join Valuable and Abundant. I'm going to be teaching you how to do that in five freaking weeks. You're going to be able to apply these topics for your whole life, <laughs> right? I'm going to be like breaking it down, like step-by-step, step, giving you a process as well as giving you like tools and resources that you can t continue to use um, in different scenarios. And of course, do the group calls where um, live, you're going to be able to ask questions and we're going to be able to work through some of the stuff. Um, so I invite you to do that. Um, let me see from the cards is if there's anything else that they want you to know in this little mini-sode. Friendships. What do you want me to say about friendships, guys? Same thing for friendships. You deserve relationships that are equitable, that are mutual, uh, and that give you the kind of love and support that you want. Uh, and if you find yourself giving more of what you want instead of getting it the same the same topics of all of this apply same things apply and if you're having if you kind of like are starting to understand that you're worthy of it and starting to do that process of like seeing and loving yourself and now you're trying to like kind of take that next step of like okay how do i start to embody this in my life and my choices again i invite you to join Valuable and Abundant, because we're also going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about how to actually embody these new beliefs um, and like where we get tripped up and how we can start like moving in a new way, because it really is your choices that are creating your reality, even with friendships. Mm -hmm. And you're feeling that you are not able to make different choices, aka maybe stop spending time with these people, stop talking with them so much stop sharing space with them like you're feeling like you can't do that is that you still have some more core belief work to look at you still got some more things there or that like this fear that you're not going to be able to find other people or you're going to be like alone friendship wise again that's also a signal that there's um that there's some core beliefs about what you think is possible about what you think you inherently are capable of receiving or getting or attracting that there's some work to be done there. It points you back to like kind of the beginning of the cycle. Um, because when we like really meaningfully shift those to a place that like truly makes sense and feels true for us, um, then implementing some of those like actual choices does feel a little bit easier. So again, I invite you. Okay, card from Tarot. Oh, yes. Yep. Okay. So we got the 10 of cups. We're talking about the relationships. This is the card of total relationship abundance. You're totally satisfied and feeling content and full of love, not only within yourself, but in your relationships with other people. That's literally what this card is. You see, if you're watching on video, like the little family, everybody running around, they're looking up at the rainbow in the sky, the cups, the feelings, the relationships, right? Like, <laughs> thank you guys. This is This is confirmation to me. That like you're like everything that I just talked about in this episode is like the way that that's the goods of getting these kinds of things if you want it. Um, the second card is the devil card. 
major arcana card um card 15 this card to me talks about when we start to get into extremes and when we start letting fear drive us fear and scarcity like drive us into extreme thinking into binary thinking into 3d thinking um that can really throw us out of balance and have us acting from that fear ego mind instead of from the soul centered place and start to really get us into some sketchy places things associated with addiction are are often associated with this card there's absolutely like relationship sex money addictions because People be it's because of their core beliefs about their self-worth. The relationships of sex and money, it's all ways to try and scratch that itch because there are deep fears and ultimately beliefs that they're not worthy, which is like a hundred percent a existential crisis. Like if I'm not worthy, then what? Right? Like it's them trying to grapple with that. Um, but relational abundance, fulfillment, contentment is possible. But we got to we've got to address these things. So if you want to learn how to be able to address them how to shift them. If you want help with that, you want resources you're going to have access to forever. And this process you're going to be able to apply over and over again to other pieces of your life. Please join me for Valuable and Abundant. I would love the opportunity to be able to help people through this. Um, And I hope that you really enjoyed this mini episode about how the self-worth stuff specifically impacts relationships. Hopefully I'll be doing some more mini episodes soon. Please like and subscribe the podcast while you're in the app. It means so much. And I hope that you have a great rest of your week. 